You're listening to Idiot Cast, Cluster B for Season 7, Episodes 6 through 9. I am one of your newbies, Paul Mackey, in my living room in Duluth, Minnesota, with my lovely wife, Darcy. Hi, I know how to pick up my socks. You know how to pick up your socks. I do. Well, maybe we'll get back to that. Who knows? And we've also got uh, down in Texas our experts, uh, John Pavlich. Hi. And Annie. Hello. And over in New Orleans, we've got our uh, other newbie, Yvette. Hey, y'all. Hello. Uh, You can pick up your socks? Yes. Okay. My children cannot. Ah, so uh, so you've got uh, got all of the episodes fresh in your brain, right? Yes. Like you just uh, you just watched. Uh, oh, oh, okay. You just watched uh, season two, episode six of Stranger Things. That's right. Just now. Yeah. 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 But uh, but these episodes are fresh in your brain too. I don't know. I could get mixed up. I had a moment where I was mixed up earlier today, so we'll we'll see how it goes. All right, well, Darcy, I'll read my one-sentence summaries for all of them, so we'll be able to keep them all in order. All right. It's the only way I can remember them. Well, and, and John will be uh, giving us a, a longer summary than that right at the beginning. And also, yes. also Paul has uh, notes that I can cheat off of. Oh, dear. I, I could have taken notes, but I did not. I'm sorry. Okay. We'll You're going to wing it? How I do it, baby. I bet they. I bet the audience can't even tell. I fly by the city. We've we have admitted. If you want me to cut that out, I can cut it out. No, it's all right. <laughs> I mean, I, is that offensive that no, I don't take notes? I don't think so. Just okay. as long as you're participating, right? I'm. I'm here. Yeah. All right. I watch the shows. I have opinions. I should just give uh, plot summaries for episodes of Stranger Things just to throw you off. You probably. I probably. She's like that. Really sounds really familiar. Mixed up. I just saw that. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know Eleven was in this episode. <laughs> I, are there any Stranger Things kids in any future episodes? Well, if there were, I couldn't tell you. I guess. <laughs> well, mm-hmm. the, the kids probably not. I mean, they're really young. Yeah, they're pretty young now, right? So they'd have to be. Well, I mean, well, we've had uh, like baby. We, we've we've already had we've already had uh, Odd Squad agents. Well, yeah. You know, Agent Olive. That's right. Yeah. So who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Oh, let's get, let's get going then, hey. Hey. Let's do it. All right. So first up for this cluster is Season 7, Episode 6, Slash Fiction. Once again on the FBI's most wanted list, the Winchesters seek help from a friend of Bobby's when two Leviathans go on a killing spree, posing as Sam and Dean. I have this one listed as the one where evil monster things pretend to be the Winchesters. Oh, good. That about sums it up, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you trying to take my job? When yeah, I, yeah. When I, was, <laughs> when I was double checking on my quote, um, I discovered on the uh, on the trivia on supernaturalwiki.com that Essie Hinton was in the diner scene. Oh, sweet. Oh, from, uh, interesting. The author from of, uh, Once More with 
feeling. Oh no, I'm sorry. That's hidden battle. Sorry. Yeah, no. Sorry. As he, as he hidden the, uh, the outsiders. Outsiders and Rumblefish and uh, cool. something else. Awesome. Who was she? She was just a diner. She was on on set, and she apparently posted like uh, Instagrams or Twitters or something from uh, from being on set. But she was just a fan of the show and got to be in the diner. I don't think she had a speaking role. Oh, okay. All right. Huh. They had a, they had a picture of her, and I was like, I don't think she said anything. Not nothing. I mean, the, the diner scene where where was where is the the Pulp Fiction knockoff? So right. So it was mostly the the boys saying saying stuff. Well, we want to get into uh, high points. Um. Yeah. I. It was kind of a quote. It's kind of a quote, but it's kind of well, a. Well, it's quotable, high point. but I didn't get the quote. So. Oh. But it was it was where the they were talking about which one they wanted to be, and the one didn't want to be Sam because of the hair. <laughs> yeah. That yeah. Was, that was good. I agreed. Was like, I was like, that was good. That doesn't. That's gonna love this part too. Yeah, it doesn't have to be. A I quote. did. <laughs> it doesn't have to be a quote. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, my, that was my high was that the monsters making fun of the Winchesters was pretty funny. <laughs> I just, I just, I just loved Frank. <laughs> I thought Frank was great. Yeah, I liked, I liked Chet a lot uh, before Chet, before Chet was, uh, was mimicking Bobby when he was just being Chet. Mm-hmm. I really kind of, I liked his wisecracking. Yeah, because I mean, you, we've seen, we've seen demons that are like, ah, you're not going to get anything out of me and that kind of thing. And this guy was just like, ah, well, do whatever you're going to do. I, I'm hanging out. This is fun. Watch you try to mess me up. I like the attitude. Agreed. Yeah, because usually when it's a demon tied up and they're taunting the Winchesters or Bobby, whoever, they're usually doing that because they're scared. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, this guy, like, literally was just like, no, I really don't care. Like, you can't kill me, so whatever. I like Crowley's meeting with uh, Dick Roman. I thought that was an interesting scene. I have a question. Um, I know that I probably should know this, but do we know really much about the Leviathans? Yeah, not a lot. Like, yeah, no, like not, I feel like I don't actually really. know anything about them. Okay, I was like, did I miss something? Or, okay. <laughs> no, we're 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 really we're really finally starting to like dig into into yeah. Into that this whole is where thing. you start getting to know them okay. a little bit. Yeah, so first, it's a little late, but we're getting there. The first five okay. the first five episodes they were they were all like reporting to somebody. And then this episode, when when Crowley finally met with him, we've we've realized that the uh, the somebody they're reporting to is is Dick. Yeah. Anybody got low points on this? Yeah, we should go into the low points you know, probably. Yeah. I'm just mine is really general, and it's just it also is just because I am so 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 tired about hearing about mass shootings. It was just a little too close to. You know, like the reality. mass the mass shooting part of yeah, it. I yeah. Really, yeah, it's just it was unfortunate just timing that we'd be watching this episode. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's always unfortunate timing because we always have mass shootings. I know. I know. Yeah. It was just it, it never yeah. I That's why it frustrates the hell out of frustrates the hell out of me when politicians are like, Don't don't talk about it, don't politicize it. Now it's not the time. And it's like, but that's a that's a tr- that's a trick that you're pulling because we have them almost every day. So then, it's never the time to, to to actually do anything, and it's so yeah. It's I like it was weird, like watching this episode, like I that like I didn't even think about that for some reason. Yeah. But now that you now that you mention it, it's like oh yeah, that's ooh, that's. It's, I think I watched uh, it. Did I? I watched it the day of the Texas. Yeah, I think you did. Oh I Jesus! Did. So it just did not yeah. it was very distasteful to me and i mean it's not their fault no and it, no right. no 
like I said, it's just you know, it's just unfortunate time. It's bad for yeah. for that. And I was just like, oh god, here we go again. And now I'm supposed to be enjoying this. I'm not enjoying right. it. So. Well, I mean, the, the show isn't playing it off like they're doing something good. It's definitely, it's no. definitely uh, not an enjoyable thing they're doing. Right. Right. I um, th- this is like a minor thing, uh, and and probably in a in a more comedic episode, it might have fit better, and I would have been more okay with it. But the Pulp Fiction reference really just, it came off as lame and cringy to me. I I didn't care for it. Yeah. You know, on a related note to the the whole mass shooting thing, I have written down um, as a low point the, uh, just Dick Roman and the whole, like, evil corporate, um, it's just, it's so banal, and it's so, like, it's... uh, it's just it's everyday mundane evil with the the mass shooting and the uh, the soulless corporation that wants to take over the world. Mm-hmm. I know, um, it's here. it's too close to reality to yeah. be fun. That's well, that's the I think that's the thing is it's like there used to be a time when we could look at that and and recognize the like the point of it that it's that it's you know supposed to sort of be a comment on on you know actual life um but when it but when we're sort of in the thick of it and things are really you know truth has become stranger than fiction so then it's a little it's a little harder now to enjoy the fiction because it's 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 touching a nerve you know yeah it is hard can it just be an evil law firm that wants to take over the world? Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> did that on some show. <laughs> some show here and there. Some show. <laughs> you know. <laughs> which, which, speaking of, uh, there, in, there's an, a later episode in this batch that references the Orb of Thessala. Yeah, I saw that. I was going to bring that up in. in yes. Time. So there you go. Um, my low point for this episode was just like that end where we get like Sam and like Dean and. Sam is like, I just need time away from you. And it's just like, we've seen this so many times now. I was like, by the next episode, they're going to get back together. And like, <laughs> just as predicted, next episode. Or, I'm just like, we don't need to see this again, y'all. Move past it. Yeah. You know, the, like, like I think you're right. But I think the one thing I, I appreciated about that was that it it wasn't this long, drawn-out, dramatic thing. Like, yeah, I'm glad like, like, like they brought it up. And I was Sam glad was, that it resolved. Sam was like, I'm mad at you. We need space. And Dean's like, I understand. Cool. And then the next episode, let's just get back together. And I was like, I'm glad they did not drag this out. Oh, I'm very glad for that as well. And but I'm also just done with it. Oh, yeah. sure. <laughs> I, 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 uh, my, my low point, uh, although the, the, the now that you mention it, the the uh, the quickness of it was was handy. Uh, for the, for this for, is the the end uh, in the uh, in the end where it's um, hey uh, by the way can you fake our deaths for us cool <laughs> yeah they're able to fake their deaths and then like what like the next episode or two episodes later one of them is able to get married somehow yeah. like how can you get a marriage license if you're dead I you that. know what it is I feel like and and this very could very well could be true because TV does this all the damn time I feel like they're there are episodes in this batch that that they mixed around, yeah. like in their sort of production order or airing order or something, because you'll notice it's like they go to the trouble of like staying away from their car 
And so they're driving around in that in that Dodge Challenger. Right, right. Ooh, there's a low point. <laughs> but, then, <laughs> but then, like, but then, like you said, there's that whole thing of like, but they're they're still bombing around out in public, you know, pretty regularly. Like, oh, you know, Sam's getting married. Like, well, that's gonna like, because I'm sure that's gonna be in the paper and everything, you know, the yeah. local paper. Yeah. yeah. And also, you can't get married without, like, a bunch of identification and, like, a yeah. license. Like, it's right. just really dumb. And he didn't get married under a different name. He got married as Sam Winchester, so. Yeah. I mean, unless, like, Becky managed to, like, magic up a wedding license. I don't know. It's just really silly. No, because they, they had to get, like, a legal annulment at the end yeah. or a document sign. But that's a later episode. We'll get there. Yeah, that's later. We can talk about that then. But yeah, it was like there's, yeah, you're right. It just seemed like weird and out of order. Yeah, I, I think that's what happened was that, that it's like I don't know if, if because of like the the because the, the marriage episode specifically like feels like a standalone like episode. So I think they were putting that light episode like they might, they might have, you know, moved it up from somewhere else in the in the lineup. Mm-hmm. Just so it's like we're going to get really like heavy and serious, so we might as well just shove this light one into the mix, whether it makes overall sense or not. Right. Yeah. Uh, anybody have any? Or have we, we've hit all the low points. Yeah. Anybody want to quote anything specifically? Uh, yeah, I, I think I've. Oh, I've only got one written down here for this episode. It's, uh, oh, I have it's, a few. You guys go it's, first. It's from Bobby. He says, well, if you're going to be stupid, you might as well be smart about it. <laughs> uh, I've got Dick saying, I like where your head's at, but sometimes less is more. These boys coming back from the dead again starts to strain credulity, even for the American media. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, my favorite is actually... Um, Little tip from a pro. There is no such thing as a random series of robbery murders by your evil twins. <laughs> but I also liked uh, Don't Roofie Me and Call It Romance because that's direct foreshadowing from two episodes from now. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, yeah, I liked all the little... Uh, um, uh, although I'm not, I don't think that was in this episode. Like you know, watching that's the one downside of watching them in a in a in a chunk like this in a yeah. cluster is yeah. that they kind of bleed together. But like, anytime they would reference Dick, like some you know, Dick is coming, the rise of Dick, you know, yeah. would show up on the TV. It's, it's, it's like okay, yeah, I'll, I'll admit sometimes I'm 12. <laughs> like, but I, <laughs> but they got me. Like they made me laugh. I don't have any more quotes. And I'm pretty sure Darcy and Yvette don't have any. Oh, I had to That's correct. about the hair. That was it. Yep. But I didn't right. even write it down because, you know, me. Annie, you had more than one, didn't you? Uh, yeah, Dick has all the best lines in this episode. Um, he tells Crowley that uh, I'd sooner swim through hot garbage than shake hands with a bottom-feeding mutation like you. <laughs> Um, and then later he tells one of the boys, you're wasting a perfectly good opportunity to subjugate the weak. That's a good line. Mm. That's all I got. Okay. Yeah, they did, they, they did, they did, <laughs> they did a good job of uh, introducing that character. Yeah, it was a, it was a, it was a snappy dialogue scene. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, he's really good in the role because you, I instantly hate him. Mm-hmm. He makes me hate him. Good job. So who wins this episode? My choice is uh, is it ends up being neither because I think that Bobby wins. Yeah, you're right. He he did win because he got he chopped off the head. And... He he figured out the chopping off the head. He figured out the chemical, yeah. which was an accident, but still. Yeah. He got to kiss that pretty lady. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we we got to see Jody again. Yeah. <laughs> and I, t- I I totally ship those two. They're just they're adorable together. Yeah. I like the Yeah, two. I'm gonna go with Bobby as the winner on this one too. Yeah, I like the sheriff. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Okay. Yeah, because I, 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 I like that Sheriff Mills is uh is still kind of like okay, I'm 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 down with it, but I'm still keeping myself separate from it. I'll stay upstairs and clean the floor. And you you should go down there and do the interrogation. I I don't I'm, I'm not uh, I'm not part of it yet. She's not gonna get her hands dirty. She's not part of it. She's there. She understands that someone's down there, but yeah, she's handling it pretty well. She's okay with the monster being tortured in the basement. <laughs> Just not with you know doing it herself. So are we unanimously Bobby wins, which is neither. Yeah. 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 Right. When do we get to add other people into the who wins, who loses? I don't know. Okay. It's a guy. It's got to be a, a a consensus decision, right? All right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> Apparently not this season. Apparently not. You just a little you late. Just totally like smack that down. Oh, but it's done. I'm not specking anything. <laughs> oh dear. So, are we ready to rate? Let's rate it. I really enjoyed this episode. Um... It was uh, it was just it was really cool to see Jody again. I liked her working together with Bobby. Um, the uh, the you know we got more stuff on the Leviathans, which is good. And uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna give this one eight out of ten borax baptisms. Ooh, Ooh. that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah, it it didn't. It was not. It was not horrible. It was not great, but it was not horrible. So there are things about it I enjoyed. Uh, I'm gonna give it six out of ten Bing Bongs. <laughs> Thank you. Rhymes with sing song. Um, I thought it was pretty average. Um, I wasn't like bored, but I also wasn't like, oh, this is great. Um, so I'm gonna give it five out of ten totally disgusting burgers. Uh, I liked it plenty. I, I liked it uh, real well. I didn't. Uh, it, it didn't uh, because of the uh, the everyday mass shootings. The mass shooting didn't really didn't really uh, you know bother me much. I guess uh, so. Uh, I'm going to give it eight out of ten organic gluten free baby uvula muffins. Delicious. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Annie. Um, I it's I liked it. It's it's okay. It uh, it finally. Um, gets around to telling us a little bit about the Leviathan and what they're after and who's their leader and stuff, but it's a little bit underwhelming for, you know, you've been waiting on something to develop with the big bad for five episodes and it's, I wanted more. Um, so, and, but I love seeing Jody and Bobby always. So, uh, I'll give it seven out of 10, uh, my little pony potty, Pontiacs. Very good. All right. So that, Gives this episode a 6.8 out of 10. So that's fine. Cool. All right. Moving on to the next episode in this cluster, we have season seven, episode seven, The Mentalists. Uh, 
Sam and Dean investigate an angry spirit killing the residents, the resident mediums of Lilydale, the most psychic town in America. This is the one with the psychics. This is yes. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. <laughs> That's my one sentence. That's awesome. it. Hey, is this the first episode uh, of this series that was written by Acker and Blacker? Um, not sure. Okay. Acker and Blacker are a writing team that uh, that is. I think they're most famous for the Thrilling Adventure Hour, which is a it's just a stage show they do in Los Angeles. Yeah, um, I believe they're both their first names are Ben, which is why they're called that. Yes, they are both Ben. Yeah, but yeah, I think this might be their first one. I'm not entirely sure on that. Okay. Um, what are y'all's highs? My high, my high point, um, I mean, I, there was, there was nothing that was like overly offensive in the whole thing, but I liked the message from Ellen a lot. Yeah. Oh, you're right. That was good. Yeah. I, you know, I am, I love creepy Victorian sisters. That's just awesome. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Um, my high was, I really liked, okay. Number one, I love the interior decorating throughout all these scenes. <laughs> like the furnishings are excellent. Um, and I also thought this one was sort of, like, fun in the vein of that fairy episode. Like, yeah. it's like we removed them to, like, a town where things are kind of weird and everybody's a psychic. Like, I don't know. I liked this one. Um, oh, and I like that guy in the museum. Oh, yeah. 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 I, I also liked the, I liked the picture of the, uh, the Campbells, who were the, not really the Campbell brothers, because they were actually uh, alternative lifestyle of the time. Oh yeah, that's right. I like the sort of because the Campbells and the Campbell being the uh, family name, mm-hmm. right? Uh, uh, my favorite part of the episode was I really liked Dean calling Sam out for his attitude. Hmm. You know, the sort of having it out about you know what Dean did, but then sort of giving Sam that perspective of like, like look, like it's like yeah, I'm sorry I lied, and you know I don't feel good about it. But kind of just like just do just get over it. Like there's there you've got bigger problems. Like stop being a jerk, basically. Yes, I like Dean tooling around in a two tone Pontiac. I just think it's <laughs> funny. <laughs> what, what? Wait, when was when was Dean in a Pontiac? They have baby on lockdown, so he's driving this ugly little like two different color car. That's a that's a Dodge Challenger. Oh, Wikipedia said it was a Pontiac. No, God, no. It even uh, says Dodge right on the car, like on the front of the... <laughs> like, maybe he was driving a different temporary car? I don't know. Well, there, it was only half well, there was the Well, there was, like a, there was like one moment where they were driving a car that I think Bobby gave him, and it had the, um, had the little My Little Pony uh, squeak toy hanging from the mirror. Maybe that's what you're thinking of? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That was even the last episode. Yeah, they were they were they were driving around in that thing for like one scene just to make that joke, but yeah, in this episode, and this is actually my low point uh, for the episode is just that like the Do- uh, the classic Dodge Challenger is like my favorite car ever, and just to see that thing like clearly the thing was was neglected, it just yeah. like had like it looked like the like the it had a terrible paint job, and then like a different door, and then the the. The um, like the upholstery was coming undone, and just I was like, oh, it was like, broke broke although, my heart. Although uh, Dean did take the take the time out to uh, 
to admire and respect that it existed and then to uh, malign the owners uh, not caring about it. Yeah. Yeah. Was a Dodge Challenger um, the car that Kripke originally wanted? Uh, I, I don't remember. I know they ended up going with the Impala because you could fit a body in the trunk. Yeah. But he um, originally wanted a different car. I think it might have been a Dodge Challenger. <laughs> it might have been. I'd have, to, I'll ha- I'd have to look that up. But I think you might be right. Volvo 250, you can fit three bodies in the trunk of that. Yeah. Yeah. It's good to know. Yeah. Is that the DL? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 250 DL. That's a good Volvo. one. Remember that you one? know, car salesmen give you a funny look if you talk about fitting bodies in the trunk. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I talk about it every time I buy a car. <laughs> <laughs> I think you do. I do. I think I it's come I up. I always do. <laughs> it always makes them a little creep. Now let's go for a test drive. <laughs> You gotta pull it out before you go for the test drive. Yeah. You gotta be like, how far out can we take this thing? (laughs) (laughs) I wanna get it on a country road. (laughs) Real, real, uh, you know, nobody around. Just wanna really try it out. Maybe some dirt roads. Yeah. Like those. Yeah, real country road. Yeah. Yeah. Out in the woods. (laughs) Maybe we can take a walk in the meantime. You don't mind if I drive it like I stole it, do you? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Well, that was an interesting tangent. (laughs) My my low point, uh, and I don't know, it wasn't like very first thing when we first saw him, but at some point I decided that the shopkeeper was definitely the, the culprit before they said, hey, it's the shopkeeper. Well, he just looked guilty. At some, I mean, yeah, I, I, he didn't, had the guilty look. He wasn't pretending not to be guilty. I didn't think right at the beginning. Oh, the shopkeeper did it the first thing, first time we saw him. Even though he did uh, say, you know, you got the genuine Orbethesla there. Anyways, uh, yeah. So I, 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 I don't know. He wasn't. Uh, I didn't think he was shifty all the time, other than the, uh, the obvious uh, fraudulentness of him. But uh, at some point before the end, I, I called it. You know, I really hated the effect, and I can't remember the name of the the Ouija device. What is that called? Planchette. Oh, the planchette. planchette. Yeah. I really did not like that effect. The kill, or yeah, it just looked bad hmm. to me. It was, yeah, it looked, looked pretty so poor. Fake. I mean, I know it's fake, but well, of course it's fake. It looked but... especially fake to me. Just not enough genuine um, kills on TV anymore. <laughs> Well, you know, that was actually there are real ones all sorry. the time. Yeah. So that was actually my low point. I thought that kill was like super poorly done. Yeah, at least it was quick, uh, quick. and it was and it was in the it beginning was fast. Of the episode. So yeah, but I liked the episode. So that was really the low point for me. It was just that one like stupid. Yeah, me too. Annie, did you give us a low point yet? Um, I honestly, I was I was working while I was watching this one, and it just mostly bored me um i didn't uh didn't really have much to say about this one so i just wrote down watching that poor girl die yeah that was that was sad she saw her death coming she knew exactly what it was going to be like and they couldn't stop it it was just sucky although you know i don't be in the place that you're going to die at two o'clock at two o'clock right I was kind of confused by that. I was like, wait, is it actually 2 o'clock? Or, like, did the clock go forward? Because, yeah, it 
clearly you wouldn't be there, right? You'd be no, like, the, okay, I'm peace they, out of here at midnight. Yeah. They, had, they, had all, they had all assumed it was 2 a.m., but it was actually 2 p.m. when it happened. Oh. That's, yeah, that's, don't be there at either of those two. Right. Yeah. Twice a day, don't be there. Yeah. Just be somewhere else. Be at the grocery store. You don't have to be there. That's right. Uh, anybody have any quotes? I have two. No. I have one. I also have two. Uh, go ahead with your one. Yeah, then. I better, just in case. Uh, she, <laughs> she says, uh, I need a drink. And, and uh, Dean says, I support that. Yep, that was one of the ones I wrote down. <laughs> Uh, what's the popular theory? It's a toss-up between ghost and some sort of ogre that only attacks Russians. <laughs> I'll go with, uh, yeah, see, there's a uh, fake woo-woo crap, and there's real woo-woo crap. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, who wins, who <laughs> loses? I was teetering between both. Or Sam, and I ended up with Sam, although I don't have my reasoning written down. Mm. I thought it was I Steve, but I, don't, I have no idea why. Okay. <laughs> We're really solid on this one. <laughs> yeah, we are. <laughs> I said Dean because Sam forgives him, which he didn't do anything to, you know, make that happen, but it's still kind of a win for him. Although it could be argued that it's a win for Sam. For finding the power to to forgive. (laughs) But yeah, Dean Dean got forgiven, so I'm going to give it to him. I'm going to give it to Dean, because like I said, my my favorite part of the episode was was him, you know, really just sort of laying into to Sam about his attitude. And and I and I think that's what, you know, brought Sam around and he was able to see where Dean was coming from. Well, I'll stick with my elderly, uns- un- uh, unremembered reasoning and, and, and go with Sam. So. <laughs> well, Dean it is. I know. <laughs> is it time for ratings? It is time for ratings. I'll go first. I like this one. I thought it was good. I'm going to give it 7.75 out of 10 big-ass Ouija board planchette things. That was really huge. It was really huge. It looked weird. It's just not right. I've n- I've never seen one that big. I've used quite a many Ouija boards in my day, and they're never that big. Well, I guess it had to be big enough to kill someone. So. Right. I guess yeah, you couldn't like lodge one of them little baby things, and okay. maybe someone could choke on it. I don't know. See, I'm not sure if I have the right episode, but I'm pretty sure it was this episode. Yeah, you so. got it. It's right. Okay, good. Uh, I'm giving it, I liked it, 7 out of 10 affirmations. Yeah. I uh, I liked this episode, but it did feel a little kind of by the book, run of the mill, samey. Because it, it did remind me a lot of the of the um, the fairy episode. Like it had a lot of that same, you know, it was mm-hmm. like, oh, there's this one town devoted to like everybody is into this, that, or the other, and, and they're all and they're all full of crap or whatever. Like it felt a little too much like that. Um, but in, in like a in like a detrimental way. Um and you know, when you had the you had the the whole thing with I, th- I think Paul's right, like it was a little uh procedural where like, oh, like we we've come to this guy twice now where he's had a scene. Well clearly he's up to something because they wouldn't, they wouldn't keep coming back to him for no reason. Um, but I did enjoy it. So I'm going to give it six out of 10 old bones. Thank you. Okay. 
Um, this, like I said, I was uh, I was working uh, with this on in the background, and just nothing in particular stuck out at me uh, about it. It seemed kind of uh, kind of a snoozer, um, and that may be because I was working, but uh, I didn't enjoy it very much. So I'll give it a five out of ten. Uh, medium psychics. Ooh. Paul. Uh, I've got. Uh, I don't. Know, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it generally. I didn't have uh, anything too too bad to think of it, so I'm going to give it a 7.5 uh, out of 10 Orbs of Thessala. Very nice. That gives this one a 6.65, which I think is probably about right. Yeah. Works for me. All right. Uh, did we want to take a break here? Uh, you know, I'm, I'm okay so far. <laughs> I'm good, too. You, you, yeah. All right. All right. Oh, you know what? That reminds me. I wanted to mention um, that uh, I just found out yesterday that our good friend Heidi is pregnant. Oh, yes. Yes. Oh, wow. I have known about this for a while. I'm very excited. Yeah, I was like surprised. I was surprised because I just I just came across like she had posted something, you know, asking questions about, you know, about like, you know, other women who like are pregnant or had been pregnant, you know, what like what it's like. Because she was like, I was like, I feel like I'm going to the bathroom all the time. And I was like, wait, wait, <laughs> what did I miss? I, yeah, I saw, it, so I saw something closer to an announcement at some point. Yeah, and I just – I I don't know what happened, but apparently I just I just completely missed the announcement. Huh. So, so yeah, like apparently Heidi's pregnant and she's going to have her baby in uh, – I think she said uh, June. So – I'm very oh. excited. Yeah, the little yeah. announcement was very cute. It was like Star Wars themed. Yeah, it was a picture of a uh, of like a like a little Star Wars like you know onesie or whatever, and it said yeah. like the the Force Awakens on in June or whatever. And I was like, oh my god, but yeah. But that was but that was really great to hear, and can't believe I didn't know about it until now. <laughs> That's just the way it goes right now. We have. Uh friends who, when we were down in the Twin Cities, where I would consider them close, and uh, somebody's like, um, I need your email address so I can invite you to the shower, and I'm like, well, what kind of What kind of shower are we talking? <laughs> and, you know, I think it probably bridal, really. Well, yeah. I was figuring it was either bridal or baby, but I oh, didn't yeah. know. Well, I yeah, we, what, what other shower well, is guess, there? you know, there's two kinds, yeah. and <laughs> it turned out it was the baby kind, but... I kind of was like, well, last to know, I guess. A blood shower for the ritual sacrifice. Sweet, I'll do it over. <laughs> I would much rather go to that than a baby shower. <laughs> <laughs> baby showers are boring. Mm, you just don't do them right. Well, we always I hate, like, the stupid games and, like, ugh. I hate them, too, and I've had two of them. <laughs> Even, like... Even if I, like, love the mom and I'm going to love the baby, like, I'm just like, please don't make me, like, smear chocolate into a diaper and eat it. Like, it just feels oh, so dumb. Oh, God. Like, oh. No, we just had to identify <sighs> what chocolate bar it was after you mar- microwave it in the... In the diaper? In the diaper. Okay. I just, I never oh. want to do anything what? like that. Oh. Let's just go to, like, a nice dinner and, what like, wrong with like people? a glass of champagne. Like, we don't have to play dumb games. I see. But that's just me being, like... Twix bar. Oh God! Is that a chocolate yeah. chew? Well, it's hard to tell between like. It looks like it's all nougat. And, uh, no, I just go 
Yeah, milk. I would like. I would like. You're having a baby. Congratulations. Can we be adults now, please? That's how I feel. Like, let me just give you some money so you can buy something yourself for the baby. I don't want to pick it out. Yeah. I don't want to play a stupid game. See, I don't, I don't want to like sit in a room full of women I don't know. Like, that's no. my favorite is to make to make things. For yeah. them. And then I get to give it to them, and then I feel so maybe that's why I like it because I you know, give it a Thing I made. Mm-hmm. So. Hey, you know, I, yeah. I, I feel like we. I'm like hardcore, like, here's some cash. Yeah, but yeah. that's yeah. everything. So oh, I'd like, rather just throw money at anything. Like, my, like, I like my, buying my revenge gifts. Ooh, what's a revenge gift? What? When, when somebody who, who gave your baby the loudest, most obnoxious toy they could find <laughs> has oh. a baby, uh-huh. it's payback time. <laughs> oh, that's lovely. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's never occurred to me to be passive aggressive with a present before, <laughs> but I love the idea. <laughs> yeah, I um, I, like I, because I'm just like like that in general. Where like my sister would call me up and be like, you know, you know, what do you want for your birthday or what do you want for Christmas? And I'd I'd flat out tell her like, look, just like you know me, like don't worry about like trying to shop for me. Like I'm totally happy with like just give me some cash. <laughs> Like or, or or like a you know or a gift card to like you know Best Buy or something, you know, and I'll like I'll go buy a bunch of Blu-rays. Like like really like it's no big deal. Like because like some people are like oh but that's so impersonal. Like I'm that's fine. Like that doesn't offend me. I would prefer that. You know. Well, it's fun to shop for yourself too. That's that can be fun as well. Yeah. It's like like just give me the money and I'll just I'll go do whatever with it. You know, you won't have to worry about it. Well, this year for Christmas, instead of giving each other gifts, I proposed that we just buy ourselves whatever we wanted, and it went over really well. And I'm very excited for this year's Christmas because I always just shop for myself anyway. So, (laughs) (laughs) hey, say I know we've done this uh, like I think I I believe we've done this both ways at various times, but uh, were we doing episode specific feedback during the episode or at the end? Everybody, everything at the end. So I think one season we did everything at the end, and one season we did uh, like episode specific with the. Episode. I like it. I like it with the episode. All right. Well, we're already late then. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to insert it, but I don't know. Well, we could do it at the end then. That's or I fine. Could, I could do the two episodes now, and then we could do the rest uh, properly. Yeah, let's do that. Okay. Oh, uh, and we did have one message from uh, Simone from last week's episode. Um. Where just in case you weren't clear, uh, she says, yeah, my, my feedback was absolutely sarcasm. I remember when the episode originally aired, I was so excited, and then it finished, and I was like, WTF, why, why even have James and Charisma on the show if it's going to be A, crap, and B, they don't share many scenes together? Ugh, I'm sorry you guys even had to watch it, LOLs. <laughs> Thank you, Simone, I'm also sorry. Yeah. No, that was that that was pretty much our, uh, our, our consensus on that, yeah. yeah. It was kind of a waste of our hour of our... Life. Yeah. Well, forty-two minutes, but you know. Well, you know, then we had to talk about it. Oh, that's true. <laughs> More than an hour. Yeah. <laughs> right. Getting that back. All right. So feedback. It's not like I was really going to do anything with it anyway, so it's fine. No, you're right. I wasn't good. I was just going to be watching TV anyway. It's fine. <laughs> All right. I've got some feedback. Uh, Yay! This is from Simone on Slash Fiction. So, that has to be one of the most disturbing cold opens that Supernatural has done up to this point, right? Dean, quote, and Sam, quote, just gunning down a bank full of innocent people. Yeah. Frank Devereaux! Uh, Sorry. Yeah. yeah. No, it's just, I, I, 
I think I agree. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think we, uh, yeah. Frank Devereaux. I could just imagine Mulder getting information from Frank on the X-Files. Frank's off-the-grid rules. No more rock shout-outs, only use cash, and get rid of Baby. Get rid of Baby? Are you insane? Well, Bobby calls him a lunatic, so I guess he is. Dean and I, you do not want Baby to go anywhere. And yet, against our wishes, we end up with a POS car. Dean is clearly not a brony in his spare time. He does, however, enjoy a bit of soft rock to Sam's utter horror and knows about Desperate Housewives to my horror. Lulz. Someone should post the longer video of Jensen jamming out. It's hilarious. Hmm. Hmm. Batmobile? No, she's the Babymobile. We got some fun season one flashbacks as Sam realized what the Leviathans are doing. Aw, the kiss. Bobby and Jody finally kissed. And Jody was very flirty. It's just a shame Bobby didn't quite understand what was happening. Viral video shootout at the diner. Because of the Dean-adjacent Leviathan, Sam knows that Dean killed Amy Pond. That's what you get for helping out the Winchesters. Poor cop dad and Amy daughter got killed by pretty boy Leviathan. How to kill Leviathans? Borax, cut off head. Bury separately. Swayze always gets a pass. Dean, L-M-F-A-O. All of the deconstructing of Dean, Sam, and Bobby was priceless. Bobby likes Joni Mitchell. Dick effing Roman. Oh, Crowley, you can't buy Dick's favor with muffins. Dick is a dick. (laughs) (laughs) And the boys go their separate ways. Again. Thank you, Simone. Thanks, Simone. Thank you, Simone. Thank you. And then Nutty on Slash Fiction says, This episode, to me, is every criticism the fans have had, or all the SOD we had to endure. Frank echoes the audience and gets the boys thinking smarter. Oh, and uh, SOD is suspension of disbelief. Oh, right. For people who aren't uh, up on SOD. Um, Jody Bobby is an adorable pairing, though Jody deserves better, in my opinion. I'm a huge Jody fan. Also, who doesn't love Joni Mitchell? Let's see, I love Joni Mitchell. Would that be uh, Would that be Jobby? <laughs> <laughs> Jobby, yeah, I suppose could be. Or or Bodie. <laughs> or Bodie, yeah. Bodie's Bodie's cute. I've got other things to say about other ships, ship names that I've heard recently, but I can't because they're spoilery for something else. Ooh, um, I'm going to guess it's going to be for um, Jody and Sam in the future. Jam. Oh, not for this show. It's (laughs) for a different show. Oh, never mind. (laughs) Never mind. (laughs) I'm shipping the jam over here. (laughs) The the spoilery shipper names I've heard are, are for a different show entirely. Uh, okay, all right. That people are in progress on currently. So, can you can you at least just name the show? That wouldn't yeah, be spoiler, things. would it? Stranger Things. Oh, huh. I, okay. I, I I have I have finished the second season. Yes, well, Darcy has not. So yeah, don't. Oh, okay, I'm getting close. She's getting she's getting there. She's she just finished uh, six today. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you've got three episodes left. Yep. Awesome. But maybe next week, if I remember it, I'll mention the ship names. Yes, poor Muse. Oh yeah, I actually posted on uh, on I Twitter saw, and I saw it on my that Facebook. day that you posted. I was like, oh. Yeah, because I was just like, oh, really? Come on. And Yertle was the appetizer, I'm sure. He was just down there on the floor. He's just gone though. Yeah, I know. Yeah, because I think it was you who had, Paul had posted like, what happened to Yertle? And then I, like, it hit. I was like, oh yeah, Yertle. And then I was like, well, it is the '80s. Hopefully, he's uh, he's in the sewers training to be a ninja. 
be the best place for him. Yeah. Uh, then we have feedback from. Oh well, yeah, that was that was uh, the slash fiction for Nutty. Thank you, Nutty. Yeah. Thanks, Nutty. Thanks, Nutty. And she also has for the Mentalists. This is a one-off episode, but it feels like a lot like old-school Supernatural to me. You know, the kind of episode where you could think it could also be an X-Files episode. It also reminds me of Chris Angel as a douchebag. It's okay. Thanks again, Nutty. Thanks, Thanks Nutty. Nutty. Yeah. And it I'm did feel very X-Files. I pretty agree. much right there with you, yeah. Shall we move on into uh, number eight? All right. Next episode in this cluster is Season 7, Episode 8. Season 7, Time for a Wedding. While Sam's entangled with someone from his past, Dean reluctantly teams up with a quirky, laid-back hunter named Garth. This is the one with Becky. Oh my god, Becky. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, okay, I want to give my high point first because I got really excited about it. Um, my high point was definitely the crossroads demon, like slash faux witch. I thought that actor was like super awesome, so I had to look him up. And do y'all know who he is? No, I was gonna, I was gonna, I was gonna ask. Super handsome. Because like, this is also my uh, high point for the episode because I wrote down, yeah, the actor playing the crossroads demon was pretty good. Well, he okay, so he's excellent, and so he is Leslie Odom Jr., who played Aaron Burr. In the original run of Hamilton on Broadway, oh, he won a Tony Award for Best Actor in a Musical, as well as a Grammy Award for Best Musical Theater Album, since he was one of the principal performers on Hamilton, the soundtrack. Nice, way to go, dude! Yeah, so he's he was also like in some other like Broadway shows. He's like a Broadway actor, and he's so good. Yeah, yeah, he was really good in this. Like, he really stood out. Yeah, very talented guy. Had a lot of charisma. So much. Yeah, like, he definitely, like, I thought that the episode was, like, I mean, you know, entertaining enough, I guess. But, like, I was like, oh, that actor, like, elevates it. I really like him. Mm-hmm. I like the uh, the uh, demon ex machina ending. Yeah. <laughs> the Crowley coming in to tie it all up. I, 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 it, you know, it could be, uh, you know, it was kind of a, you know, super-powered, uh, you know, almost God-level person comes in to take care of things at the end. Yeah, but uh, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed yeah. the wrap up of it. Honestly, I just love Becky. I just love her. I love Becky too. I can totally relate with Becky. Well, you're not gonna <laughs> like my low point then. That's but we'll okay. get to it. It's okay. My well, favorite thing about Becky. <clears throat> I love that. Like, she's one of those people who's like Hollywood ugly. Like in real life, she's like. Like, clearly, if you saw that woman, you'd be like, what a beautiful lady. Uh-huh. But, like, because she's on Supernatural, we're supposed to be like, what a dog. Right. You know? Right. <laughs> I think they call it unconventional when they want to be nice about it. Unconventional. Yeah, I know. All right. or she, but it's or obviously, just, like... Or, honestly, she's just, she's just, she's, she has a face that has character. Like, you just, you know, yeah, like, you can look at her face and like and, like, you know, she doesn't, she doesn't just look like some standard you know hollywood like like person like you know what i mean right which i feel like in real life is what's actually like beautiful like sure you know like people that are interesting looking are much more exciting to look at than like cutter people that's what yeah that's what i mean yeah yeah how many dean type brunettes have we had on this series where we're like 
Yeah, yeah we're like, which wait, one? which one is that? Have we already <laughs> met her before? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Annie, what's your high point? Oh, I love the the wedding cake title card. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and also the guest casting. Uh, Becky's always fun. Um, but yeah, mostly the title card. <laughs> Okay, I want to. I want to start things off on the um, on the low point well, it because sounds, it sounds like something that I might. I share. think we're going to have the same low point. I think I oh yeah. Okay, yeah. What, what's the bet that we all have the same low point? Yeah. Well, what's what's, what's the chances that we all have the same low point? Uh, I think it's pretty yeah. high. Good. Yeah. <laughs> but John, please go ahead. I you know like like back when I first saw this episode you know years ago like like I thought it was like fun. And, and, you know, harmless. But now, like, and especially now, like, that we're, that we're, mm-hmm. things are coming out and we're dealing with, you know, just like, like people uh, uh, manipulating others for their, for their own gratification and sexual pleasure. Like, it just, this whole thing, like, the general premise of this episode just, it like creeps me out and it makes me really angry. And, and I can see what the episode is doing. Like they're trying to play this for laughs and like, oh, but it's it's Becky and it's a girl doing it to a guy. Because like we've talked about this before where yeah. Sam, and it's all and it's always Sam. Yeah. Sam gets like, you know, just like like sexually harassed and and molested and manipulated constantly on this show. And I don't know what it is or what what that says about the writers, you know, and like I don't it just oh this this episode and the episode even tries to like you know because at the end you have Sam like trying to like comfort Becky and like make her feel better when in honestly the reaction should be you're a terrible person and I never want to see your face again and I just like the whole I just oh it creeps me out it makes me so mad yeah my my uh my my low point is is specifically uh, it, wrong is wrong, but in that alternate universe where we're watching Supernatural with the Winchester sisters and that horrible guy roofied the Samantha character and then tied her to a bed when she wasn't uh, in in effect of the spell anymore. Mm-hmm. That's a different yeah. episode, yeah. but still, wrong is wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, and it just and. And and it's like you know, at one point, Becky's like, "Oh, like the potion only works if like you know, deep deep down, you know, you you do kind of." And it's like, "Oh God, it's that it's that like oh deep down, you know, you want it kind of thing that just yeah that just makes me just makes my skin crawl and just and that was, and it's, and just, and, oh. that was and that was fed to her by the crossroads demon, so I don't have any belief that that's actually true. Right? Yeah. Right. No, I, I guess that I guess I can take comfort in that, but what just the just poison? the. Uh, but again, Becky is just so, like so like morally repugnant, and the fact that the show not only tries to like walk that back and and excuse it, but also you know and normalize it, but also it's played for laughs. Like we're supposed to find this funny, and I just. Oh, God. Well, that was exactly my note. I was like, I don't like rape being played for a joke. Right. Yeah. The end. Like, it's not good no matter who's doing it. Yeah. 
So like years ago, I would have I would have, you know, I was like, oh, yeah, it's just lighthearted fun. But like just knowing what I know now and just having a better sense of like, you know, like this, this subject matter, like I just I, I, I hate this. I hate it. Yeah. yeah. And it always bothers me when people pretend that, like, men can't be raped, you know, like that whole thing, because that's just right. toxic. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's what's funny is that, like, the, the, the term rape culture comes from prison. Like, that's where it originated. And, like, people have just taken it and sort of co-opted it. And, like, it's this weird appropriation thing that it's like, wait a minute, wait a minute. We need to talk about this. And where this originated from, because it's and because that's another thing that. Well, the, I mean, I do think it's important to have the terminology to discuss, you know, oh, yeah. the way that society is. Definitely, I just I, I wish there yeah. wasn't. I wish there wasn't this clear like double standard about the whole thing. That like, that like that's another one that like that just creeps me out and makes me angry. Is anytime uh, prison rape jokes. Oh God, I know it really bothers me. You know, absolutely. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I really my my note for low point says rapey, 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 ew. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Yep. <laughs> um, pretty pretty succinct. I like it. Yep. Agreed. <laughs> but I I think that you're you're not alone. I've also, you know, being aware of stuff is kind of an ongoing process, and uh, I've also learned a lot uh, in the last ten years, and I like to think that um, if the show were to make a similar episode today. Um, it would not play that off for laughs because Supernatural has also learned uh, some things. We can't can't go into much detail, but a couple ep- you know a couple seasons from now, you'll start to see some very different uh, attitudes about things that used to be played for laughs aren't anymore. Yeah, uh, yeah, I and mean, it's a, it's a good progress. I like it. That's that's true. I mean, that is something to look forward to. I mean, but it is. It's like I said before, like there, there, there is a precedent for this with Sam specifically. There is a history of like, of like oh, yeah. the, sh- the show doing this specifically to Sam and what that says about for the kind of for the way Sam is written for the kind of character he is. It's almost like saying, like being the nice, sensitive guy opens you up like, to it. Yeah, and it's like that's that's a really messed up message. That you're that you're sort of dog whistling to, <laughs> like it's uh, the first time uh, Becky met Sam. She put her hand on his chest, and he's like, "Can you stop touching me?" And she's like, "No." Yeah, like yeah, and that's I remember, not and, funny. I, and, and it's funny because I remember we laughed about it back then, but like thinking about it now, and especially within the context of this episode, it's just it's it's weird to think about like the levels, like the degrees that everybody has. Like where do you where you draw the line? Like what? what percentage that you allow for these things. And they did it so gradually that by the time we get to this episode, it made me put things into perspective and go, Oh, you know what? That whole thing was just awful from the start. Oh. Yeah. I mean, make it like, like I said earlier, wrong is wrong, but make, uh, make uh, Becky a male super fan on the internet letching on on all the various female celebrities you know celebrity uh, female writer of a novel and uh right. and, and female characters of uh you know yeah sorry bless you bless you Hope that's it. well i think we all agree that like rapey rapey bad bad on that yeah bless, bless you, you.
All right. Uh, I only have one quote that I'm interested in. I also have one quote this time. Okay. Uh, I'm surprised Yvette has a quote. I think she should go first. Okay. I will go first. That is so depressingly Becky. (laughs) (laughs) I love it so much. Uh, My quote. This is hell. We have a little something called integrity. <laughs> oh, you screwed up the quote. What it did? Because it, it, like, it, it's only funny if you if you start it with "This isn't Wall Street. This is hell. We have a little something called integrity." Okay. Like that's what makes that hilarious. <laughs> I thought it was pretty hilarious anyway. That was good. It was good. You're drunk. Um, <laughs> getting there. Okay. okay. <laughs> uh, here it's we go. Okay. Sam. Sam, do you feel concussion-y? How many fingers am I holding up? And I liked it because she was waving her fingers around. I know, I love that. That's so great. Uh, I like Garth's, um... Now, you'll be living with a triracial paraplegic sniper till this all blows over, okay? (laughs) Paraplegic sniper. Triracial. (laughs) All right, y'all. Did we have any feedback? Um, yeah. Or do we do that after... Uh, I don't know. We could do that anytime we want, really. Let's do it now. Okay. We've got feedback. All right. We'll start with um, Simone. Season 7 time for a wedding feedback. Wedding cake explosion title card. Dean turned a nice conversation with the stripper into an impromptu therapy session. He's losing his mojo. And being the closest thing Sammy has to a father, he was a little bummed that he wasn't asked if the marriage could happen. Lol. Chuck! Baseball is dangerous. A supportive waffle iron. Bad day at Blackrock, gotta mention. Creepy, beautiful Becky diary. His and hers fake IDs. Rosen Winchester investigation wall. Crowley is having a rough time lately. Dick wants nothing to do with him. And Guy is voiding his crossroad contracts. Oh, Becky, don't be rapey. It's gross. And I like to think you're better than that. Garth, it's DJ Qualls. I heart Garth. Do you think we'll ever... Did you... Did you think we'd ever see him? Did you ever think we'd see him? Bobby spoke with him once, like once, on the phone, and now here he is, all perfect and awesome. And he's a pretty bitchin' hunter so and so funny. And maybe Becky and Garth will hook up. Aw, well, Sammy doesn't, does need Dean, but wants Dean to look after himself, too. Supernatural's not exactly popular. Becky, LMAO. <laughs> Thank you, Simone. Thank you, Simone. Thank you, Simone. Although I would like to point out that, uh, no, Becky is not uh, better than that. Because if you'll notice, she doesn't have a, a problem with what she's doing until she has to pay for it. Yeah. Because if the if the Crossroads Demon, if he had just given her the vial, everything would have kept on going the way she'd been, you know, what she'd been doing. But it isn't until he, he says, like, oh, I, I want your soul. Then she's like, oh, wait a minute. Maybe this is wrong. <laughs> yeah. Clearly problematic, but God, I love I'm, that I'm sorry, but this, so much. This, this episode really upset me. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. I was like, I was enjoying it. And then I, yeah, I had that moment when I was like, holy butts, this is not cool. No. Actually, once I realized what was going on, because at first I was just like, oh, I guess. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> the where are my pants moment. Mm. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's, that's closely tied in with the. Uh, Oh, haha! Ha. I was planning on take it, tying him up and having sex with him later, but uh, it was just kind of moved it forward. Yeah. Yeah. 
Because again, it's just like, oh, you know, don't worry, I didn't do anything. And it's like, you, that's not the point. You, you, you took my pants off. Like, that's enough. Like, that's I not, mean, just invading somebody's mind and like yeah. making them believe something that they oh. don't believe is pretty messed up. Uh, on that note, Nutty's feedback. This is gross. I mean, like, seriously gross. <laughs> Thanks, Nutty. Agreed. I think I laughed when I first saw it, but the last few years I can't even see things like this as a joke. Sure, Becky, Yes, thank you, exactly. Sure, Becky explains that she and Sam didn't have sex, but there was kissing and other forms of in- intimacy. She knew Sam was done bored. She drugged him, and it's gross. Garth is fun. I like that actor, and I like that we have a hunter who isn't six foot and strapping. I was never so happy to see Crowley. I like when he gets mad at people not following the rules. Thank you, Nutty. Thanks, Nutty. You know, I will say, like, because, you know, DJ Qualls is is always great, but I I wish he'd stop getting typecast as, like, because, yeah, it was great to see, you know, like, like Nutty said, you know, a hunter that's that's not, you know, you know, doesn't look like Sam or Dean, but he's still like this, you know, he gets knocked out like Giles and he's still like bumbling. And it's like, how are you, how did you manage to live this long? Like, it would have been even better and and defied expectation if he had in fact been like really capable and awesome, you know. Yeah. Yeah. We we already had what's his name with the sweet mullet too, who also wasn't a typical looking hunter, but yeah. had all the smarts and all the knowledge. Yeah, sweet mullet. Oh, you yeah. mean Ash? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think he was six foot and strapping by any means. Oh. <laughs> The one that uh, that uh, the fandom seemed to mostly despise, and to the point where they killed him. Yeah, he looked like yeah. her sex husband. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I, I that's know. that's another thing that 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 does. That does seem to imply something about the uh, the fandom that, like, because he he wasn't like he didn't look like Sam or Dean, like. Like they didn't like him. I don't. I just. It makes me wonder. You know, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not trying to like. You know, because again, like we're just talking in general about about the audience. So I could be completely wrong about this, but it just. I don't know. It makes me. Makes me. Makes me a little weirded out. But I digress. I mean, I didn't like Ash, and it had nothing to do with him not being attractive. Yeah. Sure. So, you know. But I think that if you're watching this for the reason a lot of people probably watch this, which is because it's like hot eye candy, mm. yeah, of course you're not going to be like super jazzed on the mullet boy. Yeah. The, uh, the 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 fandom does tend to uh, does seem to contain a lot of uh, teen girls, which is which is you know that's hey I'm not that's not me. Teen like, girls are awesome. Yeah, um, like I'm not I'm not I'm not I'm like hey if if, if a show like this this like this like monster show, you know, with all, with all this, like with like muscle cars and shotguns and, and, and blood and demons and stuff like, like then, then those are my kind of people that, you know, if, if, if they can, uh, uh, if they can find something to really to love about the show, you know, I like that it is not, uh, it doesn't attract the, the audience that you would just expect, you know, like everybody can get into it and find something to like about it. Sometimes not. Yeah. All right. Uh, do we want to discuss who wins and loses? Sure. 
I've got um, uh, Dean winning because Sam clearly loses. Yeah. 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 That's where I was I don't, too. Yeah, definitely Sam is the hardcore loser on this. <laughs> yeah. Poor Sam. Yeah. I don't know. I wonder, like, what soon, was... You know? I wonder what was going on, like, in his mind the whole time, right? Like, is he... Like, he obviously wasn't cognizant of what was going on. So was he just, like, you know, dead to the world inside? Yeah, well, I got the impression, by the way, he was acting that, like, I mean, anytime it would wear off and he would sort of... It's like he didn't really know where he was or what was going on. I got the impression that it was like being blackout drunk. Yeah. yeah what an awful thing to do to someone. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly yeah, why I mean, I'm, it's like, exactly why I'm so angry. Yeah, I mean, it's like not only are you you know, doing whatever you want with them. You're also like taking away their consciousness yeah. for like well, days on end. Well, again, and it's, and it's that whole thing of like, Oh, but I, but I love you or I care so much about you. And it's like, you, you don't do it to somebody that you love or care. I about. mean, that is a lot of like rapists and abusers justification. Yes. Is they're doing it because they love you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's oh so messed up. So messed up. <sighs> And it's too bad. I hate that they did this to Becky because she's a character I did like quite a bit. And I still really like the actress and I think she did a good job with it. But it's such an awful storyline. And then, yeah, that Crossroads Demon was awesome. And he was stuck in this like really problematic episode. Mm-hmm. So are we just, are we going with Dean? Yeah, I don't see any yeah. who could win here. Yeah. All right, Dean takes it. Yeah, because he because he knew something was up from the very beginning. Yeah. Ratings, y'all. This is gonna be tough. Uh, I you know, the, I like I I liked the guest cast. You know, it's it's always great to see Emily Perkins again. Uh, DJ Qualls is always fun, and yeah, that Crossroads Demon that actor was fantastic. But it's just everything else, and 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 what this what all all of that was in service to for this episode just just oh god I, it makes me so mad and depresses the crap out of me um so yeah i'm gonna give this one a four out of ten double standards yeah i i it, it i mean i i don't believe they had evil intentions when making the episode for sure not no and that's what that's what makes me so mad because Apparently, it's this yeah. it's this it's this like double standard justification normalization of it that just makes my skin crawl. The uh, road to drug rape hell is paved with good intentions in this episode. That's <laughs> 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 uh, not funny. That sounded uh, not funny at all. You, I can't believe you just said that. I'm, I I I have to I have I have to laugh because otherwise I cry. Well, so yeah, and the thing is, I've, you know. If, if, I don't know if any of you have ever been to, like, diversity training or anything like that. Yeah. And they, you know, in that, they do say, you know, you have to be aware that not everybody is always going to be at the same stage in their acceptance of diversity. And that, you know, it's important for you to remain open to help them get there. You know, so I'm going to, that's where I'm going to be with this. And this episode is in the past. I mean, it's not in yeah. the distant past. It, but is, it is, but I mean, there's still some people that live in that, that place, you know, and it's, it's, it's important to remain open and not 
closed down because otherwise they will never be able to progress without your help. So there you go. My rating uh, in, uh, that I was getting to is uh, I'm also giving it a 4 out of 10. Uh, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take those exploding wedding cakes. I don't know if anybody else was going to ha- use those, yeah. but... Uh, you know, again, you know, there was a lot about the episode that was was really uh, good. So, uh, and I mean, there have been some of these that I couldn't even, you know, watch and pay attention. Because yeah, I mean, it wasn't I mean, uh, so, problematic, but not dull. There's problems, but again, it's a lot of it is, you know, current events and, you know, things like that are... Progress. You know, Progress and sore feelings and all of that, but, but that stuff aside, um, I'm going to give it six out of ten waffle irons. Is that waffle irons to the right. head or just waffle irons? Just waffle irons. I'm going to. I'm not going to beat anybody. Okay. Today. today. Um, Annie. Um, I actually did enjoy it. It's. I mean, the the sub. You know, the main plot is very very off putting, but you know, it was uh, not meant to be that way. It just really does not hold up well today. Um, mm. And, uh, you know, the guest casting was awesome. I love Garth. Um, but it is problematic and leaves an ugly taste in my mouth. So I'll give it a 5 out of 10 um, consent issues. Mm. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I thought, so I actually, I don't know, this episode had a lot going for it that I did like um like i said i like the crossword semen a whole lot i like becky's character good to see her back it's unfortunate what they had her doing um but overall i'm just i can't get down with an episode that's overall premise is um the rape of a main character being played for laughs so i'm giving this one a zero um so zero out of ten it doesn't even need a thing because it's just it's so messed up uh, that gives this episode a 3.8 out of 10. And I think that's fine. Is that our, is that our lowest rated for this season? It's not. Um, oh, wow. <laughs> Shut up, Dr. Phil was lower. Oh, wow. Yeah, there's, there's some yeah that one was awful. That one was worse to me. This one just gets a zero because of the, I can't get past how problematic it is. Yeah, which is yeah. too bad because I actually didn't not enjoy it I, you know what i you know what i think it is i think the the a lot of the a lot of the stunt like the, a lot of the stunt casting in this episode does help to elevate it whereas the stunt casting in in the previous episode you know in episode five um didn't do that yeah agreed so last episode in this cluster is season seven episode nine how to win friends and influence monsters sam and dean track the jersey devil and encounter a monster sandwich with nasty side effects. This is the one where Dean eats a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> a very yummy sandwich. I think you should do that for every episode. It's funny. They're, they're, they're fun. Okay, I will. Like, I'll write one word. I don't, I don't, one, I don't, I don't feel threatened. Summaries. I don't, I, like, they make me laugh. So. <laughs> okay, good. All right. All right, well, my I'll start high, doing them. My high point, uh... I've never had great respect, although I've never actually had any turducken in my mouth before. I've never had great respect for turducken. And uh, I like that it's a deadly turducken sandwich that, uh, that is the, uh, the key point of the episode. So, uh, you know, I, I, and then plus just tur- calling it turducken. I mean, it starts with turd. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> 
I, so that, that had never occurred to me. That's funny. Followed by turkey. Uh, it's turkey with duck, and then what else? Chicken. And chicken. chicken. Yeah. Okay. And stuffed inside each other. So a chicken inside a duck inside a turkey. It's an so abomination. So you want to like wrap turducken? There's. You may as well, but. <laughs> There is a place called Bear's Specialty Meats. It is in Maurice, Louisiana, and they claim to be the inventors of the turducken. I have had a turducken from Maurice's. I mean, from um, Bear's. And so I'm guessing if you're ever going to get one that's as it's supposed to be, that would be the one. And it is not bad, but it is also completely unnecessary. I feel like it would be too much, you know? You know, it. well, you can't eat one bite that has all of them like it's pretty much impossible because of how thick it is so it's basically like you're eating either a piece of chicken or a piece of turkey or a piece of duck oh well then that's then that defeats the purpose then it really does well i think it's supposed to like the juices are supposed to like drain onto each other so you get the Uh, duck fat like throughout the rest of the meats yeah and like i said it's fine but i'm not going to be sad if i never eat one again okay yeah, I've never, yeah. I've never had it, so I didn't know. Yeah, Louisiana is somewhat proud of it being, you know, like a homegrown thing, and people will have it here, like for Thanksgivings or Christmases or whatever. Well, I've seen you know, it at a couple of different, like you know, gatherings that I've gone to, but I've only I, tried it that one time because it was from A Bears, and I was like, well, I better try the original. Right. It's it's fine, y'all. You're fine. Yeah. You don't need to try it. But it's but is there any place? My, my, oh, sorry, go ahead. My, my, I was just going to say, my stepdad loved uh, pig's feet. So, you know, to each their own, I guess. Is there any place that's uh, any place that's serving the turducken that calls themselves Triple Meat Palace is the question. <laughs> they're, they're really missing the boat on that one. Yeah. Hey, Clearly. Paul, I suppose that should be our next business venture. The Triple Meat Palace? Yeah. There's, there's just that the, 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 the whole... Uh, you know, romance where the where the the chicken and and the duck and the turkey didn't know they were destined to be together. In the video. Oh God. Paul. Okay. Put down your drink. I I didn't quote it accurately. <laughs> I wonder. So I wonder, I I wonder if you question. could call that a. I wonder if you could call that a menage a squaw. Thank you, John. That was really Sorry, good. I, I had to. I, I'm very <laughs> glad you did that. I'll show myself out. I have a general question, though, for y'all. Mm. Um, a lot of Thanksgiving, like Thanksgiving turkeys here, are stuffed with a, um, like the stuffing has sausage in it. Do y'all do that other places? Yeah, that's, that's, I've had that here. Yeah. Okay. I've, right. I, I've never, I've never had that, but I, I that sounds amazing. I, would, I think my mom has done one with the sausage. Your mom does one with sausage. I do one with wild rice and mushrooms. Yeah. This year I'm adding bacon. Are you? I think I think I've only ever just had like your standard sort of stuffing, you know, with the, with the you know, with the bread and the and the, the celery and all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. Apple chunks. Ooh, I haven't. Ooh, apple, apple chunks. I don't. Yeah, I don't think I've ever even had. I've never had uh, apple chunks. Apple bacon. stuffing. It's my mom's. Wild stuff. rice. I'm gonna skip the mushrooms then, though. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god, you guys are making me hungry. <laughs> you know what? It is November, so. Yeah, it is. Yeah, this is very timely. And this very is top. And this is coming out in like four days, so. Yeah. It'll stay perfect. timely. This isn't. This isn't like the days where we had seven episodes backlogged and we were releasing, you know, recording it, <laughs> recording at Christmas and releasing it at uh, Easter. 
<laughs> so this is our very special Thanksgiving episode anyway. Um, okay, good. I've always wondered, like, what goes in, like, to these, you know, because, like, traditional things sort of, like, morph around the country. So it's always right. exciting to hear what other people do. I did find out, though, that it's apparently really weird that we, a lot of people here, including myself, goes out to restaurants on Thanksgiving. Um, like, uh, all of the old guard restaurants, the ones that have been here for, like, 150, 200 years, all are open on Thanksgiving and serve these, like, crazy seven-course meals. And so you go out to the racetrack in the morning, and then in the afternoon you go out to one of these, like, old restaurants. And that's what, like, tons of people do here. So I'm always, like, shocked when I'm like, oh, wow, so people actually do make these, like, elaborate things at home because it's kind of, like, foreign. You know, I... I will say that that there is a Thanksgiving tradition um, that was exclusive to my family that I will miss uh, now that my mother has passed away. Uh, she used to make a uh, a green bean rice uh, casserole uh, for Thanksgiving, but she would make one without cheese uh, because I don't I don't generally care for cheese, and she would make one without cheese like for me so that I could ha- so that I could have that. And, uh, oh, that's you know. really sweet. Yeah. Am I the only person to share a high point so far? Um, that, oh, I suppose so. <laughs> I probably I, are. Y'all, I thought this episode was really boring. I didn't even write a high point down. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Oh, I, I, um, I loved Drug Dean. He was just so... <laughs> yeah, that would have been, that would have been yeah. my runner-up. The Mel- Mellow Dean was, was yeah, my other thought. I liked, I liked thought. that. Drug yeah, Dean is mine. best Dean. Um, <laughs> no, I, my my high point was um, was Bobby going off on Dean. You know, like similar to in the previous episode with uh, you know uh, an episode uh, two episodes ago with with you know Dean going off on Sam. I really liked that moment between Bobby and Dean, where Bobby just like you know kind of just it's like, dude, just just like shut up and get your head back in the game. Do whatever you need to do, but like you know be present, like. You know, f- you know, find your groove again, or find your mojo. Like, find, like, don't just, don't just, don't just give up or not care. You know, I, I, I really a good dad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we hit everybody's I, high point then, or Darcy? Did you have a high point? I had drug dean. Drug dean. That's right. Yeah. I had drug dean and Bobby being a dad. <laughs> Yay. Uh, low point for me was just. All the eating noises. Yeah, that was oh, gross. Yeah, the, like the, the like I understood why they did it. It was supposed to be funny, but like the, the foley artist went a little nuts. Uh, my low point is uh, Bobby apparently taking a slug to the head. That seems to be a pretty low point. Yeah, I didn't want to think about that part yet. All right then. You know, I didn't want to. I was like, I was like, we should probably save that for the next episode. <laughs> That's hmm. a stomach dropper for sure. Huh? It's like, it's like you know the end of uh, of uh, um, oh, what's the name of that episode? I was made to love you. Yeah. 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 Yep. From from, from Buffy. From Buffy. Yep. Exactly. I've been wait- yeah. I know this makes me callous, but like, I mean, I've been waiting for sort of the end of Bobby for a long. There time. it no. is. <laughs> I know. I know. I was it's waiting for it. Like- it's not even like I don't like him. I'm just like, okay, clearly he's going to die at some point, and that's going to like be a big growth moment for the Winchesters. 
So that's what I think is happening. I could be wrong, of course, but I think that's where this is going. They'll, they'll get him back. That's how they do this. I just kill him off already. Well, okay. <laughs> I don't think they're, they're into killing people off. It doesn't seem that that is something that they do. They only killed off the dad, and that's it. Crowley's gone. No. Nope. No, not Crowley, but uh, Castell's gone. No. Oh, he'll be back. He'll be he back. will so be I back. Mean, that's what they do. They just they bring him back. Yeah. I mean, you can kill someone off on the show though, and he can pop right right on back up as, you know, whatever. So. But. Yeah, there was a there was a soap opera that uh, my sister and I used to watch in the eighties called Santa Barbara. And oh my god! There was a, there was a, an actor that was on as this uh, like serial rapist, and he died. And then they brought the char- the actor back like in the next week or the next month as a billionaire who moved into town. And everyone was like, "Oh, I kind of I'm gonna uh, how did you come back from the dead?" And he was like, "No, no, I, 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 that's not me. That was this other guy." And, and it was I mean, it was totally that they wanted to keep the actor around, so they uh, cast. You know, that's actually. That's that's actually surprising that they would just write a new role for him because normally what a soap opera does is like they find some way to like because like not only are we bringing the actor back but we're bringing the character back we're just gonna like wipe his memory or have him be a twin or so you know what I mean? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, no, this guy was reprehensible serial rapist. They weren't gonna bring him back just to be the same. Character. <laughs> right. <laughs> are we, hmm. what are, where are we at? We're kind of at the uh, end of low are we, points. Yeah. Yeah, we're done with low points now, I think. Are we done? Did everybody everybody do that one? I think so. Okay. Yeah, we're all good. All right, then we're into Do we have quotes? Quotes. Quotes? Quotes. Quotes, yeah, because we do quotes before feedback. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the dick jokes. (laughs) (laughs) You gotta be damn hungry to eat a cat's head. I know that started in with a, uh, with a, with a Glampers reference, but uh, the, first, this, the first half of the quote was a Glampers thing. This is nature sounds. Sounds of nature. <laughs> Spoken by Bob Singer, not Brian Doyle Murray, but the actual Bob Singer. Oh. <laughs> well, I'll be a squirrel in a skirt. <laughs> I think you pissed off my sandwich. <laughs> you don't shoot Bambi jackass, you shoot Bambi's mother. If I wasn't so chilled right now, I would puke. <laughs> it's an us eat dog world. Dick is coming. <laughs> I love the way you said that like it was a question. Because <laughs> I almost didn't want to say it. <laughs> like nobody else is gonna, I have to be the. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, does, does anybody here because I, I, I looked it up on Supernatural Wiki and didn't go further, but does anybody here know who Anne Sexton is? Yes. Okay, I She's no a poet. Clue. I had no clue. But it was so weird. Okay, so she's like a, she was like a feminist poet um, from like the 70s, I want to say. But then this like scandal like erupted like semi-recently because she was pretty like well taught like in women's studies courses and like feminist literature and stuff. But then she, it turns out that she had actually um, sexually molested her own child. Um, and, like, now she is not so much taught anymore. Well, yeah, it's like, you know. 
Yeah. It, 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 it is a very topical thing of like, it, it basically boils down to the silent sinner screams the loudest. Right. So, so, so you, but, I mean, but she was known for being uh, gloom and doom, apparently, or I mean, that's, that's what the, the reference that Bobby was using was. I mean, she was very, like, she was like a confessional poet. So like all of her poems are like, I did this, I did that. Um, things are real rough. Uh, she wrote, it was, I mean, it was like dark sort of things. Yeah, okay. And um, Inspired by Sylvia Plath. Hmm. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I, I, it was interesting that Bobby would, uh, would drop the name. Hmm. It was like, yeah, it seemed really random. She She did have like, she was mentally ill like most of her life and mm. yeah well that went someplace that i wasn't expecting <laughs> yeah it was a really strange um thing and i'm like now i'm like god I'm, i hope i'm not confusing her with one of the other poets that i had to read when i was in like feminist literature classes just because i want to make sure i'm not saying the wrong one right. as far as like molesting her child but oh here we go subsequent consecrate controversy okay y'all can go on okay yeah oh yeah okay she's the one i was thinking of all yeah. right yeah awful uh any more quotes then oh, I, I think we got them all okay then i'll move into the feedback that we got yay once i click on the right thing here Ooh. uh simone says okay i'm gonna be saying f a lot so that i don't have to bleep it later uh, Simone says, how to win friends and influence monsters feedback. I didn't rewatch this one because why would I? So my only feedback is F the last few minutes, F them to hell, F Dick Roman, <laughs> F Castiel, F Crawley, <laughs> F the Leviathans, <laughs> and whoever in the writer's room thought the last 30 seconds was something anyone needed. <laughs> you know, I think wow. uh, Simone's upset. <laughs> she, she may be upset. And I'll have feedback for Death's Door, because why wouldn't I? Thank you, Simone. Thank you, Simone. (laughs) Thank you, Simone. And on on behalf of uh, the writers, I'm sorry. (laughs) This this was brought to you by the letter F. And meanwhile... (laughs) (laughs) And meanwhile, Nutty says, Am I the only one who wants a turducken sandwich after watching that? Aside from the... (laughs) Aside from the squish noises everyone made eating them. <laughs> you know, uh, sure. I was just going to say that like when I was watching this episode, it did make me hungry. So I, I, I was eating pizza while I was watching the episode. All right. And she says, Turducken made well is really good. Sam drove me nuts with how he was holding his rifle in the woods, by the way. Totally unsafe. Clearly he didn't listen to Bobby when he was younger. So is this the end of Bobby? Thank you, Nutty. Thanks, Nutty. Thanks, Nutty. I hope so. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just being mean. You're the no. worst. And, then, and then F event and. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Nice. Uh, do we want to? Oh, uh, who wins? Who loses? Uh, this one is eh? hard. I've kind of got um, nobody winning. I got—I couldn't come up with a definitive winner. They—they've—they've they've both potentially lost Bobby, so I'm going to say neither. Yeah, I was a neither. Yeah. That. I was leaning Dean lost, but then at the end, I was like, no, I think it's neither. Mm-hmm. In the end. Yeah. 
I'm a, I'm a definite neither. Neither, neither, neither. We got a tie, y'all. All right, we're going to rate? Sure. Uh, I'll go first. Um, yeah, this one was really rough. I thought it was just really boring. Um, and I don't know, that whole end where it turns out that it's like that. Is he like a politician or like just some guy that like supports the NRA? I was like kind of confused about who that dude was. He's a billionaire CEO. He, yeah, yeah okay. he's, he, he's just like this big he's corporate mogul. Okay, yeah, I couldn't I, figure it out. I thought he was like running for like, some type of elected seat. Okay. No, well, because there's there's like a there's like that footage of like where he's where he's he's like holding a press conference and he's getting interviewed by some reporters and he says that like I have no interest for running for political office at this time. Okay, I think I was just confused by that scene. I was like, why is he talking to all those people? Anyway, I just thought the whole thing was like, I don't know. I just didn't care. And then I joke, I don't want Bobby to die, but like I do think that. It's going to happen. And so I'm going to give this one a four out of 10 grody looking sandwiches. <laughs> and unlike y'all, I was eating lunch while I was watching this and I was so grossed out. I had to stop eating. So I don't know how this made y'all hungry. <laughs> crazy. That's, yeah, that's what's funny. Like I was like, I was like, I was fine. And then I got to that episode and I was like, you know what? I'm hungry. Like, <laughs> I'm going to get some pizza. Well, yeah, and so Dick, Dick Roman like is also like a motivational speaker or something too, right? Like he, like he rose to yeah. fame with a yeah he had a bunch of self help books and and so he's yeah like, so he's like a great big demonic Tony Robbins there you go he's exactly like Tony Robbins exactly yeah thank you I saw I saw what you were doing yeah I think you probably saw it from a mile away uh-huh. or a thousand miles for that matter. could be uh, I'm gonna give this one six of ten I thought was you know I I, I thought the the Turducken thing was kind of clever and I I liked the way that they kind of worked. Worked, worked out the problem and figured out where, you know, working through the, the, the solution of, uh, of what the cause of the problem was, you know, basically. Mm-hmm. And I like them uh, charging in with sprayers full of borax. Mm-hmm. It didn't work as well as they wanted, but uh, they, weren't, they weren't decapitating in the meantime, so. Uh, so, 6 of 10, uh, Rising Dicks. <laughs> <laughs> it's not me, it's them. Okay, um, yeah, it was not the best episode, it wasn't the worst I'd seen recently. Uh, again, I really enjoyed the, the drug deans, so that, that helped out a lot. Uh, I'm going to give it 6 out of 10 slightly digested pine cones. Lovely. You know what it had just occurred to me, and I can't believe that I didn't, that this didn't hit me until just now? This is band candy. Yeah, <laughs> this is this is the band candy episode from Buffy. It's just, it's it's a it's a it's a a food being mass produced by an evil, you know, by an evil being to make to, everyone chilled out and complacent to, to to make everybody dumber. Yeah. yeah. So that's four Buffy uh, corollaries that I've noticed. Yeah. yeah. Some of them I can't talk about yet, but right. Well, I mean, you know, Ben Edlund. Uh, is a is a writer for this uh, show, and he uh, he worked on Angel. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, episode was was fun. Um, you know, not not the best, uh, but you know, it was it was it was fun to watch uh, Dean get prog- progressively uh, dumber. Uh, and I 
I, I also liked Ranger Rick. Uh, he was fun. Uh, I'm going to give this one six out of ten oozing lunches. Annie? Uh, this was my favorite of uh, tonight's cluster. There's a reason we put all of these episodes together. <laughs> um, it's, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's all right. I like, I, I liked it. Okay. Um, really don't have anything special to say about it. Um, so I'll just give it a uh, seven out of 10 tryptophan comas. <laughs> all right. That gives this episode a 5.8. So oh. that seems good to me. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's pretty high in in terms of some of the rest of these episodes. So, mm-hmm. all right. Um, well, so hey, what's our homework for next time then? We have another noob and Terry uh, coming up, and that will be for season seven, episode ten, Death's Door. All right. Well, I can't imagine what that one's about. Oh, I think oh, they're going to go to Death's house. <laughs> yeah, Death's house. Clearly. Yeah, if, if you yeah. if you have us cover up the bottom third when we're watching the the credits, I'm going to assume that death is in it. Yeah, I like him, so I wouldn't mind. What kind of um, what kind of house do y'all think death would have? Uh, hmm. uh maybe like a nice A-frame. Yeah. I oh, you're going for classic. Yeah. Some sort yeah. of Tudor monstrosity somewhere. You think so? Sure. Why not? Oh, I'm going for totally postmodern. I think he has something that's like all glass and brick. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, sort of like concrete and Spartan yeah. and easy to clean. Of course, mm. there's mm. the number of people out there, uh, you know, I mean, he's, he's a busy guy. How much time does he get to spend in his house? Not very much. I don't know. From what we've seen, he only shows up sometimes. The rest of the times, you've got like the Reapers doing the work. Yeah, you know, yeah. given the given the, the the first time we saw him, he he was rolling up in that like really awesome old school caddy. So I'm gonna say like maybe he would be in like a like a one of those like old style Victorian homes that has like the like the porch with the wraparound railing. Mm-hmm. Mm, a Queen Anne, I like it. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I'm sticking with postmodern over here. I think I'm going to go with, I, I like, like Annie's idea of concrete. Yep. Yeah. And everything is like a really house. sleek. A tree Ooh, house. A tree house. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he just lives in a dog house. Who knows? <laughs> he doesn't have time to there anyway, right? Like I said. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess we're going to find out what Death's house looks like next week. Sounds like. Yeah. Well, he's got to take his, uh, his takeout and eat it at the table there. <laughs> he's got that he, pizza. He doesn't need to use the kitchen, so. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, cool. I guess we'll find out uh, when we're all gathered together to watch the episode next time. And uh, until then, uh, this is Paul. Darcy. Annie. John. Yvette. Happy hunting. Bye. Bye. Happy, Happy hunting. hunting. Bye, y'all. You've been listening to IdgitCast from QuadrupleZ.com. Join the discussion at Facebook.com slash We love feedback. You can email us or send us an MP3 voice message. Please use the episode title as your subject line to prevent accidental spoilers. Our email address is IdgitCastPodcast at gmail.com. The theme song for IdgitCast is by Borrowed Trouble. Find the band at BorrowedTrouble.com. Lyrics and vocals by IdgitCast's founder, Allie Jones. 
who you can find out all about at imthewonderband.com. The closing music you hear right now is Too Good, written and performed by Jack Mangan and is used by permission. You can find other music, writings, and discussions by Jack, as well as back episodes of his own deadpan podcast at jackmangan.com. You can hear more from the hosts of this show. Yvette can be heard as one of the hosts of Investigating Mars, an intro cast for the TV series Veronica Mars, also available from quadruplez.com. John Pavlich can be heard on CastleCast, a fan cast for the ABC series Castle at castlecast.net, and his own Sofa Dogs podcast at sofadogs.libsyn.com. Now you can also watch the Sofa Dogs YouTube channel at youtube.com slash user slash sofa dogs. Annie is currently acting as global coordinator for Can't Stop the Serenity, a worldwide series of charity screenings of Joss Whedon's Serenity, benefiting Equality Now. For more information on Can't Stop the Serenity, including event listings and how to host an event, visit www.cantstoptheserenity.com. Darcy and I can also be heard on the Ghostlight Podcast, an intercast for the television series Slings and Arrows, also featured on quadruplez.com. Quadruple Z.com.